new radio. Usually it's the weekly review with Roman Reimer. He is not here with us today. We're going to be uploading his podcast very soon to the index, but we have special guests today on mutinyradio.fm. Nomad is here, and they are going to be presenting their podcast for you. So, all right. Um, hey, Alex. You want to get that music started? Here I am, there you are. Why does it seem so far? Next to you is where I should be. Something I want so bad. No one's inside your head. Maybe I can see what you see. I gotta keep on believing that everything takes time. I'll make up any reason to make it mine. If you're staying or leaving, I'll follow your lead. So why keep pretending? Open your eyes. I can be what you need. Any kind of guy you want, girl, that's the guy I'll be. Turn myself upside down. Yes, I will. Yes, I will. Any kind of guy you want, girl, you know I'll agree. Turn your whole world. Say goodbye, say hello Then you say that it's time to go Be my any kind of 
Bring it back. Any kind, any kind, any kind of guy you want, you decide it's all right. I will be there. <laughs>
What? What? what, what Someone. I was on Twitter because I watched a video about like because I'm trying to encourage. Well, when myself was it? When watching... was it? It was a couple weeks ago. I I could probably find it, but it was this insane save. He was, you know, those ones where he goes to the corner and then for some reason, even if it goes like this, he can still save it because oh he's superhuman. Um. But I'm really just rooting for PSG because I want to see. By the way, for all the uh, the viewers who are not soccer fans, um, the two best players in the world for a very long time were Messi and Ronaldo. You've probably yeah. heard of them because they're no I'm, absurdly no, I'm... famous. <laughs> yeah, like to a degree, Ronaldo has more Twitter followers than I think the Twitter account itself. <laughs> I might be wrong on that. Don't quote me on that, but I think that's true. Or no, it's Instagram. Yeah, 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 he has. I think about as much Insta followers as the official Insta account itself. Can, can I ask? Because <laughs> you just said people who aren't soccer fans. What makes you two American children soccer fans? Well, I'm not totally American. I'm I'm ah. a dual, I'm, I'm a dual British citizen. But so I've watched English. I've watched English soccer since I was born. I was born two blocks away from Highbury. So see, that makes sense for you. But Adam, how did you get into liking? Premier League soccer when you're Adam's also are you also a dual citizen uh I don't think you're a dual citizen are you no I'm not but you also come from Algeria which is also a soccer obsessed country yeah yeah yeah, it is it is so neither of us are, are totally American but you know at the same time I think we live in SF and SF is kind of trended away from football and so the kind of remaining alternatives were basketball and soccer. So wait, like why? Why did? Why do you think that people have trended away from American football? Because I think the data on concussions was horrible. Interesting. Wow, that's a deep thought. But I also think there's a second reason. I think that's the primary reason. I think that's the more official reason. But I think the second reason is more social, which is American football comes from a sort of way of life, which SF has kind of eschewed. Huh. Like... American football is the very beer on Sunday, watch the game, right? Uh And that doesn't really fit with where SF has trended in the past 20 years. And that's just me. I'd love to see polling data on that. But I I think the more more important reason is definitely the data on concussions is just so, so bad. Adam? I played football twice, and I almost broke my wrist. Oh, wow. Like, it is an injury-ridden sport in the way that soccer will never be. Huh. Adam, like, that's like... I want to hear what Adam has to think about this. Adam, why are you not an NFL fan and you're a soccer fan instead? Um, I feel like... I mean, uh, when it's passed down from your heritage, because, like, my, my dad's, like, a big soccer fan, like... And then it's my grandpa, and then it just keeps going and going and going. I, I mean, I feel like it, it's just a just a like a, like a family thing. Mm. It's like it passes. It's like yeah. I mean, it passes through family through generation. And I mean, I mean football. I mean, I guess I could play it. I wouldn't enjoy it. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> I mean, I could play it. I have played a little bit of football, but. I haven't like. Uh, 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 I don't think really... you played or I've played organized football once. I haven't played cousins. football. No. I played no. organized American football once with my cousins because they were down a man, and so I was no, like, no. "Yeah, I'll yeah, play no. for 
25 minutes in your school. What happened? Did you break your wrist or something? No, that was a different time. My idiot uh, second cousin, I'm going up for a ball, goes like this, smashes my wrist into the ground. That's why I'm not playing football. Dangerous, um, dangerous. We have to. We actually have to oh. wrap this segment up to yeah, get to our next one. Is, last, if, last you, if you want to get into soccer, watch the next Wait. round of the Champions League when PSG plays Dortmund. If that's how this goes, I pray it does. Oh. But if oh. it goes like this, watch PSG Dortmund because you yeah, will watch yeah, yeah. the two greatest players of this generation. Right? Oh, Holland, Holland, Holland and, and Mbappe. Uh, Mbappe, yeah, Mbappe, yeah, 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 yeah that yeah, French yeah. guy, he can get Wait. it done. Oh That's yeah, that guy, <laughs> that guy is literally a jet. He's like yeah. twenty years old too. He's just a kid. It's crazy. Yeah, he they're is. all so young. Like, I think Holland is also twenty, right? Holland's twenty-one. I think um, uh, Messi's like old. He's thirty-one. Yeah. But he's old. <laughs> He's ancient. He's oh, a that's fossil. So funny. Yeah. Milner. Yeah. No, I I just checked that Holland is actually twenty. Wow. Yeah. They're all so young. And the money involved in this, like, oh yeah. Wherever oh, yeah. Holland goes next, Ooh. it's gonna be a two. It's gonna be a hundred million dollar deal. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, it's definitely the, the amount of money involved in this is crazy. Yeah. And then that's crazy. not even including his contract. That's this. That's just the transfer fee. Yeah, just, yeah, exactly. And then the Nike sponsorship. Exactly. Um, this was an amazing discussion. Go Liverpool. You'll never walk alone. And <laughs> yes, you <laughs> will. Sure <laughs> Who are you rooting yeah. for, Pam? I'm I'm a Liverpool fan. I'm uh, Milner. Uh, my cat. What player? What player? My cat's name is Zerdon Shakiri. That's my cat's name, Zerdon Shakiri. <laughs> okay, okay, so I'm a, I'm a fan. You're mispronouncing his name. It's you're mispronouncing his name. Zerdon. What is it? Zerdon. No, it's Zerdon. Zerdon Shakiri. I call him Zerdon. Well, my cat's name is Zerdon. A X H E R D A N. He's Serbian. Not the cat. The player. He's not Serbian. The player Shakiri's is. Shakiri's Serbian? Yeah, but he plays for the Swiss team. Yeah. That's what you yeah, mean. He's Swiss. He plays for the Swiss team, but he's originally Serbian. Um, But hey, our next segment has to do with um, Nina, you're the host. Explain it up. Okay. Great conversation with sports. Good job, guys. Um, our next conversation, I'm pretty sure, is about politics. Oh, no. And no. again, right? No, it's the song. Go with oh, the song one. Never mind. Actually, my bad. I'm sorry. Well, this one I'm actually really happy about. But um, we are going to be talking about little little Nazak. I can't really say his name right. I'm sorry. That was my bad. Um, we're going to talk about his new song. Uh, people know it by Call Me By Your Name. It's like Montero. Montero. It's like, you know, there's a lot of names for it. Okay. So, yeah. Play the clean version because, yeah. I don't think that we have the clean version queued up. I don't know if it's queued up on your I got it. Do oh, you there want we me go. To play All right. it? Yeah, yeah, please. Okay, here, let me do. Sorry, guys. Okay, ready? I called it bad just today. You hear me with a call to your place. Ain't been 
not in a while anyway. Was hoping I could catch you throwing smiles in my face. Rolling nicks, talking, you ain't even have to try. You're cute enough to f with me tonight. Looking at the table and I see the reason why. Baby, you live in the lab, but baby, you ain't living right. Champagne, drinking with your friends. You never know, dog boy, I cannot pretend. I'm not faced, don't make a sin. If you came in your garden, you know that you can. Call me when you want, call me when you need, call me in the morning, I'll be on the way. Call me when you want, call me when you need, call me up by your name, I'll be on the way. Why is it so controversial? Um, okay, basically, so the story behind the music video and the song is that, so Lil Nas X, I'm sorry if I mispronounced the name, just, I can't, yeah, Lil Nas X. Um, basically, he's gay, and he came out a while back, and, you know, people kind of didn't believe it until he made this song, and everyone was, like, saying, you're going to go to hell because you're gay, and, you know, everything was happening, like, usual things have happened, you know? And he was like, you know, why don't I just own it? Like, what would be the foul in that? Like, he kind of owned it. And now everyone's, like, really mad because, you know, oh, it's so bad that he's, like, actually owning it. And, whoa, you know. And the video was very controversial because, yes, it is inappropriate. And little kids such as, you know, me. But (laughs) should not be watching it. But um, I feel like, you know, it's better to know now than later. So, essentially, a lot of people are upset because he, um, so, the sense of the video, he goes to heaven, you know, and then he goes down to hell on a strip pole, and he, like, is kissing on Satan and everything, (laughs) and so, um, a lot of people are mad at that because, you know, not even, maybe not being in the religion, but I think, personally, like, you, people have been telling him to go to hell, people have been telling him everything, like, he did it. What do you want more? He literally went to hell. Like, I don't understand. So, yeah. Also, everyone's like, oh, my goodness, that, that video is so inappropriate. I was like, have you ever seen any Cardi B or, like, any, like, rap video ever? Like, literally, they're all just twerking. It's, like, <laughs> for the whole video. Like, if you really want to complain that that video is so bad, like, come on. You I think there's, there's two questions here. 
Okay. One is the question that I think conservatives have been bringing up, which I think is wrong, is the whole Satan thing. Yeah. Right? Nina, I like the devil ones. Um, <laughs> is the whole Satan thing, oh, he's, he's going to Satan. You know, yeah. maybe that offends your religion. I think freedom of speech protects that in a lot of ways. I think if that is your religion and that's morally wrong, fine. But I think in this case, he should be allowed to make his own decision. The second one is actually saying, uh, Nina Dakota brought up is the thing with the music videos, which is to what extent do we want to let that twerking, right? Just because Nas X did it to Satan, that's going to get more media coverage automatically. But it is true that there is a lot of twerking in these videos. There is a lot of that sort of sexual stuff. And how do we want to think about that as acceptable in our culture? Do we want that to become acceptable? Oh, Isaac, can I interrupt you really fast? Oh, I'm, I'm totally done. Okay. Well, I think, you know... I've just ended any career I might have had in liberal politics. Well, I, just, I feel like people, that's kind of their brand. And for people to say, you know, you have to change your brand because it doesn't meet up with the guidelines is kind of bad because that's kind of their experience and what they want to show is what they want to show. And if you're going to say freedom of speech is something, then that's kind of the same thing. I mean... Like, people don't have to watch their videos. People don't have to pay attention to them. They choose to. Mm -hmm. And so that's their fault. If they want to watch their videos and they see something that they don't like, don't watch it again. Mm -hmm. It's not like, it it doesn't bug you in the way that's going to be in your life forever. Maybe someone's going to talk about it once and, like, leave it alone. But it's not going to be something that you have to deal with every day. It doesn't even have to, it doesn't even affect you in any way. So it doesn't really matter. Like, they can twerk or do whatever they want on their video their video but does it did any of you watch oh here pam go when it's in the social context though isn't it and everyone else is seeing it does it inform feminism in it like for example yes i don't have to watch videos of women twerking do i have a problem with it not necessarily but the problem i have with it is how many young men are watching that and what kinds of ideas do they get about women in public spaces and how women should be acting or reacting to them or how they're sup- like is highly sexualized stuff yeah. like that does it influence society well, in a good or bad way or does it even matter well, the point yeah. I was about to make was actually yeah. super similar to that. Have any of you watched Rashida Tlaib's interview with Vice? Yes, I did watch that. Do, do, so you get the kind of point I'm making, which is, um, and this is sort of off topic, but it's actually, Rodan knows what I'm talking about in this interview, is she made, she went to go find, she made a documentary about, about the porn industry. And it was, Nana, stop snorking. Um, okay. uh, and she went and she found that the bigger problem for her was the, the fact that the stuff she was seeing in the porn industry was the same stuff she was seeing on Instagram or social media. Huh. Right? Oof. And oh that is, Rodan, you watched this interview, so you know what I'm talking about, is like, the bigger problem here is, as a society, like Pam said, w- whether we like it or not, influencers, and I'm using the term just super broadly to describe like Lil Nas X and singers like that, 
do have influence on society, what do we want that influence to be? And or is the way they're using it, such as riding down a stripper pole and giving Satan a lap dance, <laughs> is that really what we want the super like inst- the like culture to be? Because like it or not, they have that power, Nina. Well, first off, I want to say something, and then um, Charlotte actually has something. She's been raising her hand for like ever, and no one actually saw that, but like she can, she should go next. But um, I think like this is kind of a deeper question. If you're gonna bring into like you know like is that part of our culture or like like part of our thing, you know, I feel like it would kind of be a different conversation if a straight guy was doing like a white straight guy was doing it. I don't think anyone would care, would they? Because I, I know Eminem has gone through so many things, and no one cares. I think if I you think that's heard any of his songs, it is so bad that it's like. I think that's a totally good point. Crazy. What I am saying is, is because we have an opportunity because Lil Nas X got so much attention. Well, how okay. do we want to think about this? I feel like he got attention, but he didn't get good attention. He got bad attention. And yeah, what I'm saying is, how do we attention. use that attention? He got that one I school think- shooter. Yeah. That one. Or no, she's not a school shooter. She just brought like an AK-47 to that one place. What are you talking about? What are you guys eating <laughs> You know what I'm talking about. You guys know what I'm talking about. You guys know. Okay. It doesn't matter. Your name is like okay. Caitlin or something. Caitlin. Okay. Literally, I don't, I feel like he got bad attention because he was gay. That was his like point and women are getting bad attention. And if you guys are going to talk about like, is that showing our modern society? Like if it's okay that women are going to just twerk everywhere, like. You know, people only interpret that as how they're going to interpret it. And if you think that that's okay to do those kind of things, then that's, you already have a bad, like, you're already bad. Like, that's just bringing out the worst in you. If you already think, like, oh, it's okay to, like, hit someone, hit a woman or something like that. Just because No, I think that's actually super wrong. I think that's, like, think about it. If the influencer effect is... If we see something on social media done by someone we perceive as good or respected or cool or whatever word you want to use, we will automatically have that ingrained in our head as good. Well, I so what I'm saying is, Nina, I'll let you finish. Sorry. To what degree? I actually think we've already found out. There's a lot of research on this. To what degree are we okay with, so I'm going to change the question, to what degree are we okay with the fact that videos like that, just because he did it to Satan got him press, but let's take Cardi B, just because Cardi B twerked in our videos, to what degree are we okay with that contributing to hypersexualizing our culture? First Making, off, it does. There's a lot of research that that's true. That's a pretty well-accepted fact. Yeah, okay. I think, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Charlotte, do you want to talk? Yeah, I would love to talk. Yay! Um, when, when I was a child, the the first time I saw someone twerk was in Taylor Swift's Shake It Off music video. Oh, wow. And I would like to say that that is my favorite thing. I think it's their bodies. It's their bodies. It's their platform. Let them do what they want. And I think, personally, it was super awesome to see Taylor Swift and a bunch of women just twerking. It was awesome. Yeah. And I am literally a lesbian so that was pretty great for me personally (laughs) like to say that that helped me in many ways and i 
love that Lil Nas X used his platform to show what he wanted to show. I think it was kind of like putting it in their faces. Like you told me to go to hell. Well, here I am doing what I want in hell, you know? Yeah. yeah. I think, it, I think also, it has to do with the sense of humor. He's doing it with a sense of humor. And when Taylor Swift's doing it, she was doing it with a, with a lens of feminism. But when it's yeah. being used without the lens of feminism, when it's been used through the lens of hypersexuality, through the cis male gender, that's where things can get twisted, maybe. I don't know. When it's I still think that's kind of sidestepping like, the question, which is... When it's like, in, like, straight cis male rapping videos and just women, they're, yeah. like, realizing them, I do not like that. Exactly. Yeah. But, like, but that's the- not... Oh, but by your logic, isn't that still their bodies? I mean, but, but no, because, because okay, can I say something? I think that there's a big difference, like what Charlotte said, when, like, you know, when if it's like a popular rapper, like a cis white male who's having women twerk in his video, and he to show your body you know it's okay to be proud of your body instead of sexualizing them you know it's like a lot of a lot of people like size inclusivity um because a lot of people are afraid to show their body because of that and so I think that's a really important thing to show in culture right now that you know it's okay you don't have to look a certain way to show something off you know like in a bunch of Lizzo's almost all of her performance videos women of every different size it's like and in, in, in Taylor Swift's video, she has, like, beautiful women of yeah. different sizes. And it's, like, yeah, in cis white men, like, or cisgendered just straight men, they, yeah. they're they sexualizing them. Lil Nas X, he's just doing it himself. Yeah. Yeah. It's different. Yeah. It's a big difference. The women do volunteer for the videos. So what I'm saying is, well, why is it okay for... No, they're in the video. They don't volunteer. No, they get paid they, to do a job. Yeah. Yeah, but they're still—they're—they're they're not being—they're not being held at gunpoint and being said, "Welcome to my Nobody video." Said that they were being held at gunpoint. That's their job. But they're still being sexualized in the video. They're being yeah. sexualized by cisgendered straight men. And yeah. in, in other music videos like Taylor Swift or Lil Nas X, it's not like—it's showing them in a different light. Like the purpose of them being there isn't just to be like, "Oh." I've got all these hoes, like, in a, like a rapping music video. That's yeah. not their purpose. It's obviously extremely clear what their purpose is and that it's different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to say one thing. Like, Isaac, I understand your point of, like, you know, if they're going to go in this video and twerk in this video, how is it different from them twerking in their own video? Like, it's the same thing. It's just a different concept, you know? Mm-hmm. When, you know, I don't really know very many rappers, I'm not going to lie. But the one, the one that I do know is Eminem. I'll just bring him up again. Right. Um, he, if he had a video and all these girls were twerking and he's like, oh, I got, I got, I got these girls left and right. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm the king. Yeah. Whoa. He's basically like using them as objects and not actually recognizing that they are actually there and they actually have their own voice. And in these videos where it's like Lizzo and all these different women and all these different sizes and color and it's just beautiful because they're all coming together and they're all like body positivity and everything. And it kind of raises up people up. And when, uh, and then there's kind of different videos. I mean, they're not different I mean, they are different, but they look the same, but they're not, you know, it's just the way that you, what you take away from it, you know, like it, you guys- I think it's super hard for like a 10 year old to, to, to understand the difference between 
Lil Nas X doing it and Eminem doing it because the videos, the, the, the video production's the same. Well, like, ten-year-old ten should be working on the video, but music is between Lil Nas X twerking on someone and someone like sexualizing a woman in a video, slapping her ass. Like, do you want to do you want to see that? Because I'm certain that someone that <laughs> that yeah. someone that a ten year old would be able to tell the difference. The yeah. point I'm making is like the effect like, is super similar. That's like undeniable. Like that you're making you're making a philosophical point, which I kind of agree with. But sorry, Dakota. I, let me just finish this point. Okay. Uh, then you can talk. Um, I, sorry, I've, I've not been looking at the camera. Um, is the research is there pretty undeniably that the effect is similar? I don't. I don't want to say it's the exact same because then someone's going to come at me with a bunch of math that it's not. But the effect is very similar, and so I want like from a data point of view, this debate is semi pointless. Now, from a philosophical point of view, I agree with all you're saying. Okay, I'm going to wrap this up. Yeah. Yeah. Has anybody seen the Doja Cat SZA music video that just came out, like, yesterday? No. That is them showing off their bodies. Like, they're not completely naked or anything, but they're wearing, like, clothing like that. And I personally think that's so... That music video is just beautiful. And... I'm sorry. I'm just... The, the the whole music video is about how it's too deep to get into right now because we don't have time left, but I think our body positivity with women and all that stuff is wonderful. Can I say one last thing? Um, okay, so like Charlotte said when she was little, it's kind of like there's a difference between seeing like a male figure like kind of owning a woman rather than like when Charlotte said when she was little, how she saw like, oh, it's okay for me to show my body. Like, I'm, I'm allowed to do this and I don't care what other people think about it, you know? So I think it's definitely, you know, rather like lifting someone up and then like bring someone down because they're used as an object. Like yes. I like kind of sexualized by this man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, whether it's, it's a, whether it's a minority or not is kind of what you're saying of if it's like, you know, some white guy doing it. Yeah. But then Lil Nas X, who is a black gay man who is two mi- different minorities um, is entirely different and probably has a different message inherently just of him being a black. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, can I just say one thing? Let me really fast. Yeah. Um, basically when I was younger, me and my friends stumbled across, um, the Beyonce, like all these, all ladies get information and oh my God, the, even when they were twerking, I was like, I love her so much because her whole point of her video is to show that women are awesome and doesn't matter their body type or how they color. look, they're beautiful no matter what. Exactly. And people are using that as like, oh, it's sexualizing them, but it's not because it's different when it's someone else slapping their asses and pushing them around than it's when it's someone having them be like all pretty and beautiful and in their own skin. Mm-hmm. It's very it's different. different. And but I just completely fell in love with her and that's why. Okay. But what I'm saying is my point is super different is I agree with the philosophical point but the data is there for us to see. They have the same effect. That's what I'm trying to ask is because they have the same effect, because that's unavoidable, right? It shouldn't be. That's not how it should work. But we live in a world where it is. How do we deal with that? What's the step forward? 
Well, Isaac, okay, we are, are saying that it's... We're way over time, but we, we are. Time. It's about objectification, though. It's about showing off your own body because it's that's your power and it's someone else taking your yeah. power away by using your sexuality. Mm-hmm. If you get slapped on the ass... Oh, sorry, sorry, I said that. If you get slapped on the butt, that's a violent act that was incited yeah. by what? Your body, by your sexuality, and then that's victim-blaming. Somehow I wore something to incite violence against myself. Nah, it's the yeah. vision of the guy. This is about... This is an excellent conversation about feminism, and I'm really impressed with all of you. Uh, but we are out of time. Yeah, thank you. I have yeah. to echo that. I appreciate this conversation so much, you guys, and I'm impressed that you went there. And I'm especially impressed in the way that you shared space today and shared your opinions and allowed other people to share their opinions. So props to you guys. Kudos. All the props. Yay. Do you want to... Yeah. Usher anything out, or shall I just end this wonderful? Before I go, and I think Roden will probably second me on this. Watch the Rashida Tlaib interview because it was super interesting. Hundred percent, absolutely. It actually it's it's from someone who's went who went to like who very much explores the question we we explored, but from a super interesting perspective. It's it's a great one. It is quality. I highly suggest all of you watch it like three times. Well, this was amazing. Thanks so much to know. And even though the movies technically are rated, once you're 17, watch the movie. All right. Anyone want to, Nina, as our host, do you want to say our, our parting words? Yes, I do. Okay. A lot of mixed feelings happened today. I hope no one feels bad. It's just different opinions and different styles of thinking. So, you know, it's okay. And um, just peace out, I guess. <laughs> that was so weird. I don't know. I said that. That was really bad. I oh, meant like I'm gonna play golf. Peace. Yay! 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 Now you're all unplugged. Yay! Yay! I unplugged you. Let me play this in the interim. Do 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 do. Great job, Nomad. Where did you go? Hey, us, you guys. Yay! That was really great. Awesome. Well, we have to give some big thanks to Sam for going to the station and running this room. Oh, my pleasure. Yeah, that was really, that was great today. Zero.
track you. Night, Mario, Paul said. He started off toward the shuttle. Then he stopped, reached in his pocket, and flipped a half dollar over the counter. Mario caught the big coin. I'll take the Sunday Times, Paul said, and picked up the newspaper. Hey, wait, Mario called after him. It's only 25 cents. You've got a quarter coming. But Paul was already in the car. The door slid closed. He smiled and waved through the window. With a lurch, the train moved off, its lights glimmering away through the darkness. Tucker Mouse smiled, too. He liked Paul. In fact, he liked anybody who was nice to Mario. But it was late now, time to crawl back to his comfortable niche in the wall and go to sleep. Even a mouse who lives in the subway station in Times Square has to sleep sometime. And Tucker had a big day planned for tomorrow, collecting things for his home and snapping up bits of food that fell from the lunch counters all over the station. He was just about to turn into the drain pipe when he heard a very strange sound. Now, Tucker Mouse had heard almost all the sounds that can be heard in New York City. He had heard the rumble of subway trains and the shriek their iron wheels make when they go around the corner. From above, through the iron grills that open onto the streets, he had heard the thrumming of the rubber tires of automobiles and the hooting of their horns and the howling of their brakes. And he had heard the babble of voices when the station was full of human beings and the barking of the dogs that some of them had on leashes. Birds, the pigeons of New York, and cats, and even the high purring of airplanes above the city Tucker had heard. But in all his days, and on all his journeys through the greatest city in the world, Tucker had never heard a sound quite like this one. For several minutes, there was only the whispering silence. Whatever it was that was making the sound had heard him coming and was quiet. Silently, Mario waited. Then he heard it again, rising from a pile of waste papers and soot that had blown against the concrete wall. He went down and very gently began to lift off the papers. One by one, he inspected them and laid them to one side. Down near the bottom, the papers became dirtier and dirtier. Mario reached the floor. He began to feel with his hands through the dust and soot, and wedged in a crack under all the refuse, he found what he'd been looking for. It was a little insect, about an inch long and covered with dirt. It had six legs, two long antennae on its head, and what seemed to be a pair of wings folded on its back. Holding his discovery as carefully as his fingers could, Mario lifted the insect up and rested it in the palm of his hand. A cricket, he exclaimed. Keeping his cupped hand very steady, Mario walked back to the newsstand. The cricket didn't move, and he didn't make that little musical noise anymore. He just lay perfectly still, as if he were sleeping or frightened to death. 
Mario pulled out a Kleenex and laid the cricket on it. Then he took another and started to dust him off. Ever so softly, he tapped the hard black shell and the antennae and legs and wings. Gradually, the dirt that had collected on the insect fell away. His true color was still black, but now it had a bright, glossy sheen.
Oh, well, a young man Ain't nothing in this world these days I said, a young man Ain't nothing in this world these days In the old days When a young man was a strong man All the people stand back when a young man walked by
Black Plastic, Jonathan and Eddie are here. MutinyRadio.it.
I'd guess. Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all... No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! <laughs> <laughs> I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... uh, Aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by Uh, Here's his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch It's the House of Pride Show with your host, Tweeka Turner. It's the Pride Top 20 Countdown. All right, ladies and gentlemen, good afternoon. House of Pride Radio coming at you live from San Francisco. We have a guest right now. We have the one and only DJ Lil Gay with us. Uh, Can you hear us? Yeah, Tweeka, I'm excited to be back. Thank you so much for having me. Great to have you back. Now, I know you're live on the highway. Which highway are you driving on right now? You know, I don't even, I think I'm on 880. <laughs> He's lost. We're 580, 580, 580. <laughs> there we go. We're lost in multiple ways over here. <laughs> well, so great to have you back on uh, the countdown uh, today. Uh, but uh, we want to highlight um, an event that you as a producer and DJ um, have coming up, have cooking for us coming up at the end of the month. Go ahead and tell us all about it. Yeah, so this is going to be awesome. We're not totally totally released yet but on april 30th make a party will be back at dna lounge for a parklet event and it will also be live streamed and we have some amazing people booked um yourself you know we're super thrilled to have you we have ray Rhodes coming all the way from tiger heat and los angeles so those are the two ones that i am gonna release right now because we have some other amazing things in the works Oh, great. Yeah, coming all the way from L.A. in the house. It's going to be a party uh, representing uh, the Big Gay Party production team, uh, which consists of you, DJ Lil Gay. Who else is involved? Yeah, you know, um, it's crazy how much the company's grown. We have about 16 employees now. Um, We actually just added J.I. He used to be a fellow, like, promoter, if you will, for the boy bar um, at the cafe as well as the crib back in the day. And he actually was there for when Lady Gaga came to the crib back in the day. So it was super awesome to work with J.I., and he's super amazing. We have DJ Snowflake. Uh, we have a girl named Kathy, and we have a, three interns now at the company. 
So that's super awesome. Super awesome indeed. And congratulations on the growth of your company. Uh, and where can folks go to follow uh, Big Gay Party? Awesome. So the best place to follow us would be our Instagram, and it is literally just at Big Gay Party. Super easy, or you could follow us on Facebook as well, just Big Gay Party. And then our Twitch would be Big Gay Party Online. Well, you heard it, All ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> what did you yeah. say? What? Oh, sorry, Tweeka. All of our current events definitely should be on our Instagram first. All right. Thanks, Big. <laughs> thanks. I almost called you Big Gay. Big Lil, but it's Lil Gay. <laughs> Flaming Queen. <laughs> All right, thank you, thank you, Lil Gay from Big Gay Party. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the Pride Top 10 countdown coming live from San Francisco. Here's our first debut coming in at number 10. It's Ray Guell and Company B, featuring Company B, all the way from Miami, representing right here, coming in at number 10. Special message from Ray Guell right now. Hi, this is Ray Guell, and you're listening to My World is Empty Without You on Pride Top 20 Countdown.
Yeah, great debut from Ray Gwell and Company B. All right, down to number nine, one of my favorite songs, a big, big hit from Jason Walker. It's all to you, former number one. Check it out. <laughs> 